Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode from the Nutrition Ninjas. We're excited to have you here listening in. Today, we're going to be talking about all things fast food. But before we get started in that, Rachel, do you have any weird, kooky food things that you can start off our time together with? Yeah, so not super kooky this time, more new. Um, I okay. was at the grocery store earlier today, and I've noticed that I think the new winter flavor craze is, well, I guess it's not super new, but I feel like it's becoming a lot more trendy, um, is gingerbread. I feel like gingerbread ah. is taking over the peppermint spot as the favorite winter holiday ah. flavor. Um, as I was perusing the aisles, I saw a lot of gingerbread cereal and gingerbread granola bars and gingerbread flavored popcorn. And <laughs> um, I just thought it was interesting that I feel like I saw a lot less peppermint and a lot more gingerbread. So, hmm. gingerbread cereal be taking really? over. Mm-hmm. It was life cereal flavored, like gingerbread flavored life cereal. Wow. Yeah. And then gingerbread flavored oatmeal. And all of the, there was all the gingerbread stuff. There was also a pumpkin spice equivalent. So they'd be ah. like right next to each other, the pumpkin spice and the gingerbread. I feel like those would not taste that much different. I don't even know if I could really taste like a flavor of gingerbread and then a flavor of pumpkin spice and know the difference. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe pumpkin spice is more cinnamony and Gingerbread is more mm, yeah. gingery. We'll have to do a side-by-side taste test comparison. Yep. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Does Starbucks have a gingerbread latte? Sure I they think do. they do. Okay. I'm pretty sure they do. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to I'll remember what the new... Them. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the new Starbucks latte flavors are. I think there's a white chocolate something or other... Um, and the peppermint, of course, and then a caramel mm. one. Yeah. Interesting. But I'm excited. I got some, yeah, I got some gingerbread-flavored granola bars. So ah. I'll let you know how those are. Yeah, you'll have to fill us in. I'm excited time. about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have you learned any new food nutrition things this week? I have. So what I really looked into this week was vitamin D. Mm. So vitamin D is a pretty hot topic. I would say for the past few years, it's gotten more of a spotlight, especially when it comes to the winter month, because vitamin D is the sunshine vitamin, so we Mm. can increase our vitamin D levels in our bodies um, when we get those UV rays touching our skin. So in the wintertime, when we can't be outside or be outside with any of our skin showing, then we usually get lower vitamin D. Um, A lot of people get more vitamin D deficient in the winter months. Mm. However... I think vitamin D has been getting a lot more uh, fame recently because we're finding out that it also helps um, 
with like mood and depression as well um, as a lot of other things like increasing our immune system. Um, so they think that it may have um, like positive impact on allergies and also just like fighting off the common cold, um, reducing your chance and, of getting certain types of cancer. Mm-hmm. And bone health too, right? I think it. Oh, yes. Yeah. How could mm-hmm. I forget that one? That's huge. That's really important um, to help. It goes right along with calcium, and you need that vitamin D to help absorb the calcium. Mm -hmm. So some places that have vitamin D in it, unfortunately, very few foods are very high in vitamin D. Um, Milk usually has it fortified to be in there. Um, Also things like beef liver. If any of you are eating beef liver out there, Mm, kudos to you. Uh, Cheese, egg yolks. Mushrooms can sometimes have some vitamin D in them as well. Um, And then fatty fish like salmon and tuna. Mm. So a lot of people have to supplement. um, And that was really the big thing that I learned about this week that I wanted to put out there. Um, Because there are some supplements that are crazy, crazy high in Mm. IU, which is international units. And that's how they measure the amount of vitamin D that's in, um, in a supplement. Um, and the normal supplement that people would need, um, side note, this is not medical advice. Always check with your primary care physician or your doctor <laughs> to know exactly what you need. Um, but at the general level for people to supplement with would be um, anywhere from 400 to 800 or um, if you're more deficient, more like a thousand to two thousand, but there are some pills out there that are like ten thousand or even fifty thousand. So definitely be cautious of those um, and do not take without speaking to your speaking to your doctor first. Wow, yeah. And vitamin D, it's a good thing to remember that vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin. So yes. with um, your water soluble vitamins, like your B vitamins, if you get too much of those your body can kind of excrete it in through your urine. But the fat-soluble vitamins, it is more likely that you could, um, not overdose probably isn't the right term, but you could be getting too much up to a toxic level and your body doesn't have a good way of excreting that extra amount. Yes, great reminder. Yeah, so be careful about those supplements. Yeah, Yeah, you never know what you might get. Yeah, yeah. And really, the 50,000 IUs is a lot. That's what we give our patients who have, like, if you if your vitamin D has been tested and it's really, really on the low end, then we give them that much. But it, it should always be tested before you give that kind of amount, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Interesting. Well, well moving oh. on to... Our topic at hand, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we wanted to talk about fast food and how to navigate the fast food scene with it being the holidays and traveling to see family or traveling home. Um, Your intake of fast food could definitely be going up. So we ninjas wanted to help all of you listeners out there to be able to make the smartest choices possible. Um, and still be able to have a quick meal at a fast food place that's delicious, but 
also can provide some good fuel for your body. Mm-hmm. Would you like to start yeah. us off, Rachel, with some words of wisdom? Absolutely. So I feel like when I'm on the road or when I need a quick meal or even if I'm, you know, out running errands or shopping and I it's around lunchtime and I I still want to go out shopping and continue what I'm doing, so I just need to grab a quick bite, I tend to go for sub places because I just – I really like a good sub. I feel like they're very satisfying. Um, you got – it's you can eat it with one hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I really like subs. And there are a lot of different sub shops, and I feel like they're all pretty similar. You know, you choose your bread, you choose your meat, your cheese, your toppings. Um, now, sub places can really kind of run the gamut. Um, I guess the biggest determining factor in how the amount of things you're getting um, would be, like, the size of the sub you order. So, um, a 12-inch sub, a foot-long sub, is pretty big. I mean, if if you are, a, uh, you know, just a large person or you work out a lot that day or you just need a lot more energy, then go for the big sub. But um, if, you know, you don't need, uh, like, 600, 700 calories per meal, upwards of – some of them can be close to, like, a 1,000, depending on what kind of sub you get, um, then just go for the 6-inch, like – they might try to convince you to get the foot long because it's a better deal. Um, <laughs> but really, you're still spending more money. In, um, or, I mean, you could get the foot long and, like, save half for later. But um, So size is the first thing to think about. And then your bread. So if wheat bread's an option, that'll be a little bit better than your standard white bread just because it's got a little bit more fiber in it, keep you full longer. Um and then choosing your meats. Um, most, I would say most meat fillings are on the leaner side. You know, you've got turkey, ham, chicken, beef. Those are all pretty lean. I think where you sometimes get a lot of extra stuff is if you're doing, um, like the chicken salad or, um, cheesesteak with a lot of extra cheese. Um, so just be wary of the toppings, really, um, like what kind of condiments are added. Um, things can really add up quickly. Um, so getting, you know, a lot of mayonnaise or a lot of dressing or a lot of extra condiments can kind of add a lot of, um, I guess, extra calories and extra fat without adding those extra nutrients. Um, so don't be afraid to specify too. Like I'm not saying you can't get any mayonnaise on your sub. That's not what I'm saying at all. Just don't be afraid to specify like, oh, only a little bit. Um, and then pile on the veggies if you can. Um, you know, if you like veggies, pile on as many as you want. And again, don't be afraid to ask, oh, can I get a little more spinach or can I get a little more tomato slices? Like usually that's not a problem. Um, yeah, some places even like, have like um like a spinach, I guess not spinach, a lettuce uh wrap that you can put the sandwiches in um like instead of the tortilla or the bread. Yeah, that's a really good point. 
Um, or you can use the option of turning it into a salad, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All great tips. What about you? What are your um, – do you have another category of fast food? Yeah. I think we should just go ahead and tackle the big one, the burger joint. So <laughs> places like Burger King and Wendy's and McDonald's. All of those the really common ones. Yep, the classics. Um, a lot of the same tips, I think, over and over, we will be stressing that you can ask for it the way that you want it. Um, remember that the customer is right and <laughs> the answer is always no unless you ask. So asking if you can sub the side salad instead of fries to get in some more veggies. Um, If you're really not dying for the fries anyways, can help round out your meal. Uh, A lot of places will do that or like a side of soup um, or even I know that places like Wendy's have soup as like you can get um, a slightly larger size of soup and have soup for your meal. Um, and I believe that Wendy's also still offers baked potatoes. Um, so those can be a really great, a great substitute as well, especially during the winter months. A warm baked potato sounds pretty good. Um, a little bit more difficult. Can't do the one-handed thing with the soup or <laughs> the baked potato like you can with your subs. Um, but also just watching the toppings on those as well. Another option is the kids' menu. So I love the kids' menu, and I love, um, like, utilizing it and helping other people to break that stigma that (laughs) we don't have to be 12 just to eat a smaller portion of something. Um, So not being afraid to order off the kids' menu, especially if you're going through the drive-thru. No one's going to know if Mm -hmm. it's even for you. So... Yeah, going for the kids. Um, A lot of times the kids' menu will have healthier options for sides as well, like apple sticks or carrot sticks. Um, So those can be a really great substitute. Um, As well as if you're going with someone else or saving it for the next day, like you suggested with your sub sandwiches, um, choosing a meal that you can split with someone and just have half of a portion um, or just getting like, instead of always thinking of supersizing things, um, making things the, as unsupersized, I guess. I don't know what you would call that. Um, as minimized. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) duh. Yep. There we go. (laughs) The English language (laughs) minimized. There's a word for everything. (laughs) So instead of, like, the double, triple, quadruple whopper, (laughs) looking for the smallest patty and just getting one patty, and, again, just like with the sub sandwiches, not going for the toppings that are really high in extra fat, like the mayos and a lot of extra cheese. Or bacon, uh, and sticking mm, yeah. to more of the 
lettuce and tomato if you like those things <laughs> on your burger. Um, and then drinks. That's another big one where we can get into mm. trouble. Um, yeah. Especially if we supersize and not minimize those. Um, having a huge 32 ounce of soda or even lemonade um, or some of the vitamin waters um, that are out there or Powerade or um, High C, I think. I don't know if McDonald's still has that, but I totally remember getting that as a kid yeah. every time I went to High C. <laughs> and while they do have extra some extra vitamins in them, like the vitamin water and Gatorade, um, high C, all of those, they are usually loaded down with just as much sugar as pop. So be cautious of that um, and stick to a smaller size if you really want that or looking for um, the lower sugar options, uh, the no sugar added drinks, or just plain old water or milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most places now, like you said with the kids' menu, like the kids' menu has things like milk and apple slices and carrot sticks. So I think that's a really good tip. Like, don't be afraid to order off the kids' menu. Right. Yes. All about that kids' menu. Yeah, yeah. Or even mix and match. You could order, you know, a sandwich from the adult menu and then the sides from the kids' menu or something like that. So, yes. I would also say this is not just for burger joints, but really all of the fast food places. Any of the chain restaurants have to have their nutrition facts posted somewhere, whether that's on the board or have, like, a menu handout um, that you can look at and look through or online um, if you look ahead of time. All of those nutrition facts should be posted that can show you, you know, is this, like, really the healthier option? Does this have a lot of sodium? Another thing that fast food restaurants are notorious for having an excessive amount of. Mm -hmm. Really give you all the information that you need to make the best choice for you. Yeah, yeah. I think I've noticed, too, that, Restaurants are getting better about that. I think they're really cracking down on the the regulations for the like posting their um, nutrition facts because I've noticed almost every place I've gone to that is a chain has had it posted, if not right up on like now. I think they have the some of the nutrition information right up next to like the menu item, like up. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right there in front of you as you order at the counter. Yes, Yes, that's what I meant. Thank you. I couldn't figure out how to word that. Yes, that would make sense. (laughs) Yeah, and there are some restaurants, I feel like some fast food places, that are really just taking charge of health and offer almost all of their products um, with, like, health and nutrition in mind. Yes, and that actually brings me to my next um, place that I want to talk about um, is I think it's a place like that. It's Chick-fil-A. Ah, yeah. Yeah, I love me some Chick-fil-A, and they really do. They've got a pretty decent menu um, for a fast food place. 
And their customer service is just fantastic. Oh, incredible. (laughs) Yeah, I think Chick-fil-A's got some really, really good options. Um, They've got the grilled chicken sandwich. They've got a grilled chicken wrap with a lot of veggies in it on a whole wheat wrap. Um, They've got, now they have the grilled chicken nuggets. Um, They've got a ton of different salads with a bunch of different types of toppings. You can get a fruit bowl as a side. You can get a kale and carrot salad as a side. Um, Yum. They've just got a lot of really good, what I think are really good options. Um, And like you talked about, they also have their classic Chick-fil-A lemonade, but they also have a version made with Splenda, too. Um, Ah. So, yeah, much, much lower in sugar. And it tastes really good. It tastes just like regular lemonade. Mm, Good to know. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite thing at Chick-fil-A, Rachel? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I really, I actually really do just like the plain grilled chicken sandwich. It's just mm, classic. It's really filling. Yeah, it's really filling and satisfying. And it just, it really, like, just satisfies that chicken craving, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm also, I'm a fan of the... The chicken wrap, too, though. That's another good one. Do you have a Chick-fil-A favorite? I love the nuggets. The Mm, grilled chicken mm -hmm. nuggets with the um, honey mustard sauce, I think. Mm. Incredible. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Can have the fun of a nugget in a healthier package. Yes, absolutely. And most of the dipping sauces really aren't super, super bad for you, like, in the amount that you're eating them in. I mean, I guess if you were to eat, like, 10 sauce packets of honey mustard, that would probably add up. But um, <laughs> things like honey mustard, ketchup, barbecue sauce are relatively low in calories as long as you're eating them in normal portion sizes. Um, right. I would watch out for... Some of the, like, ranch-type dressings, um, especially with your salads. Um, if you can, if you're getting a salad, go for the typically, like, Italian or vinaigrette or um, most of the, like, Asian ginger sesame dressings are not too bad. Um, but you can also, too, like, always look on the back of the packet. They'll have the nutrition information there so you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We love Chick-fil-A. Yes, we do. If anyone from Chick-fil-A is listening and you would like to sponsor us, we won't say no. Oh, heck yeah. Um, you can pay us in food. That's totally fine. Or coupons. Yep. It's okay. Yep. <laughs> um, speaking of, I guess, healthy, quick foods, um, do you have um, any thoughts on places like Panera or um, Atlanta Bread or McAllister's that have that kind of, they advertise, like, organic ingredients or whole ingredients. Um, Do you think those places have good options, too? I think they are both the best and the worst. Hmm. A lot of those places, just as you were saying, really try and market for the innocence 
um, customers out there that just want something healthy and light and can see things like, yeah, like the buzzwords of non-GMO and organic mm-hmm. and all natural um, and think that everything on the menu is innocent. And unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, however, there are some good options out there. So you have to just be a really savvy consumer and um, kind of sift your way through the words and looking at the nutrition labels um, or like the nutrition facts that are posted or on the website to try and um, figure it out yourself, I guess. Um, I think it'd be fun, though. Can I test you, Rachel, to see if you can guess which one is the, uh, like, healthier option between some, some common items? Yeah, let's try. Oh, gosh, I'm nervous. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we are at Panera. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the classic with chicken salad or the chicken cob with avocado would be a better choice? Does the chicken cob have bacon as well? I believe so. Okay. Hmm. You know, I might still go with the chicken cob because sometimes the chicken salads can just be really heavy in that mayonnaise, and that really packs on a lot of saturated fat. So I'm going to guess the chicken cob is the better option. Nope. Ah, dang it. Wrong. I guess with it being loaded down with, I believe they use like a ranch-type dressing. Um, and then we've got avocado, which is a great healthy fat, but also a very concentrated source of fat. Um, mm-hmm. bacon, a type of cheese or two, um, oh. can make it, can make it not the worst, not the best option mm-hmm. um, when compared to the other, which shows even a registered dietitian. Yeah. <laughs> Even dietitians can be duped. So you really do have to look, you have to look at what is in the sandwich, like the extra, like Kristen was saying, the extra cheese and the ranch sauce and the bacon. It can all add up. Um, so yeah, man, man, Panera, you got me. (laughs) Some things that you can do though, outside of looking at the nutrition facts, which is always the safest way to go. Um, but looking for um, ways, again, to customize it yourself, so asking for the dressing to be on the side, that's a really big one that you can, mm-hmm. or the croutons, um, when they come, like when your salad comes, if it's just covered in croutons or like um, fried wonton strips or fried tortilla strips, um, things like that. Um, you can, like, take some of those off yourself. Also, um, looking for meals that don't have, like, a lot of those soup salad places also have um, pasta dishes. So looking for meals that don't have the really heavy cream or buttery sauces um, with them. Um, and then a lot of menus, too, um, will use, 
words that can tip you off. So obviously things like um, lighter usually does mean that it is lighter in fat or calories, um, but also things like baked and roasted um, mm-hmm. versus fried or, um, oh, is there another um, word other than fried that means they use it with oil? Sometimes sauteed. Sauteed, um, yeah. Yeah. And au gratin, which mm, is yeah. covered in cheese, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> um, so those are all some buzzwords to look at. And then mm-hmm. um, on that same line, any of your soups, like your broth-based soups, are going to be a lot lighter than your cream-based or your cheese soups. Um, soups, too, are a great way um, to get in like extra vegetables um, instead of like a salad. If you just want something warm, there's a lot of great broth-based vegetable soups that a lot of those soup and salad places offer. Mm-hmm. And then just going back to um, a lot of the tips that Rachel had for the sandwiches, looking for like smaller portions, but then also um, the type of bread, the type of spread that you put on the bread. Um, the portion of the bread, so maybe it's like really thick and fluffy, which is great and delicious, but maybe just one slice would satisfy you. You could like take the top off. Um, I see. Yeah, that's a really good tip. Um, and even I really like doing most places like that. I have like a pick two menu option, so you can get like yeah. a half sandwich and a soup, um, or like a half sandwich and a half salad. Um, I love that because then you can still get your sandwich, but it's a smaller portion, and then you can do something that's a little bit lighter, too, um, as your other half of the meal. Yes. Great point. Great, great Mm -hmm. point. All right. Any other um, general tips that you can think of for eating out or eating fast food out? Yeah, I... I don't think I have any new ones. I would just stress once again that the customer is always right and don't feel like you're being um, needy or rude if you (laughs) want to ask for things to be made in a more healthful way. Yes. Um, You are responsible for your own health. Um, So really don't be afraid to take charge. Um, And, yeah, and take initiative to look up the menu ahead of time, maybe, if you can, and just kind of figure out what the best option for you will be. Yes. All right. Well, I think that brings us close to our end. But before we leave you, um, Kristen, what has been making you smile this week? Ah, great question. So one thing that's been making me smile is podcasts, not just our Mm. own podcasts, (laughs) but um, I've also stumbled across a couple of other podcast lately and one I have to give a little shout out to my registered dietitian friend Amber Pinkinen. she has one called healthy under pressure which um, she interviews entrepreneurs and not only hears their story but also asks them how they try and succeed in staying healthy under um, the crazy lifestyle that is entrepreneurship And then the other one 
is Sounds Good with Brandon Harvey. I have been loving this podcast. It is so uplifting and joyful and really just looks at the good in the world um, with things that are going on and things in the news um, and gives really good updates for people like me that aren't the best at staying up to date at what's going on. But puts a positive spin on it and helps you to see, you know, what is the good that's coming out of this or what are the ways that people are helping with this disaster, this tragedy. So those are both things that have really been making me smile when I listen to them. Hmm, those both sound like good ones. I'll have to go listen, give them a listen. Yes. And what about you, Rachel? Anything new mm. making you smile these days? Uh, this past weekend, all things holiday have been making me smile. Uh, uh, yes. I went to, yeah, I went to a Christmas parade or holiday parade. Um, and just listening to music and seeing the lights and all the fun holiday flavors. It just gets me really excited. And, of course, the holidays aren't about all the material things. Um, you know, there's much more depth to them than that. But it's just kind of nice that it's something that kind of just puts a smile on your face to see some some cheery decorations every once in a while. So Right. That's been making right. me smile. <laughs> Not the, and then the holiday, but a good touch. <laughs> yes. Yes, and hopefully those material things can also help you kind of think about what is special about this time of year and why, mm. what are we celebrating, why are we celebrating. So, yes. Can I share a fun fact before we go off the air? Oh, please. Yeah, of course. So I found out the reason that we celebrate Christmas on December 25th is, do you know? No. Okay. Well, December 21st, the winter solstice, is the shortest day of the year, which mm-hmm. means that it is the day that has the most darkness. And mm-hmm. so Christmas was set to be on that time, and then with the way that um, the Gregorian calendar was created with having leap year, um, like every four years, it's technically four days off. So four days after the darkest day of the year would put Christmas on December 25th. Um, And that is because Jesus is the light of the world, and he came to bring light to our darkness. And so they decided to put the day of celebrating his birth on the darkest day of the year. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. I hope all of you out there love that fun fact. Can share yeah, it with everyone. Yeah. yeah. Bring some light into everyone's life. Ha. <laughs> okay. Well, that's all the time we have for our corny jokes. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks for hanging out with us and listening to us. Um, if you have any questions, comments, any suggestions, anything you want us to talk about, um, please reach out. Let us know. Um, we have a Facebook page, Nutrition Ninjas. We will hopefully soon be starting an Instagram. Um, ah, yes. So be on the lookout for that. Um, until next time. Bye. Bye.